it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Above the Ring. I am your host, Sam the SLB. Alongside me today, as always, the man behind the Twitter, the other third of this operation, other third, like there isn't a third third, um, Scott. <laughs> Scott, how are we doing today? <laughs> it's still it's still kind of weird to say now that we have a third member. I mean, it's great, but it's funny. Like, for the longest time, it's always been, like, the other half of this operation, and now it's the third of this operation. And I can't wait until it's, like, the the other 164th edition (laughs) or part of this. Oh, my God. Uh, it's, It's great. Sam, I'm doing well. It's Thursday. You know what that means. Time for another wonderful episode of Above the Ring. Yes, it is. And guys, if you don't already do so, please check out, we just dropped our second episode of Super Ghost Radio, Bedlam Media's premier video game podcast. Uh, This is a good one where Jerry and I both try to talk Scott into playing either or famous horror franchise, Resident Evil or Silent Hill. It's quite worth the listen to. (sighs) But we're going to kick things off tonight with... um, Word this morning, you know, whenever you're listening to this, news, 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 news. First and foremost, I want to kick it off with NWA has announced more wrestlers for their back for the attack pay-per-view live on Fight TV on March 21st, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Kind of early for a pay-per-view. It would be nice if other people did it that early on a Sunday. <laughs> about it. Um, so couple of wrestlers that have been announced. Slice Boogie. I don't know half these people, by the way. Um, Crimson. You should know who Crimson is. Who's Crimson? Why am I... Well, he used to be in, in TNA a long time ago. But he was uh, he was actually tag partners or rivals, maybe both, with uh, Nick Aldis when he was in, the, when he was in TNA. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I, I, I got you. Yeah, when yeah. I saw that, I was like, "Wait a minute, he still wrestles? This is outstanding." So yeah, I thought that was cool. I also kind of missed that time period. Um, that's true. That's true. I was kind of like in. I was playing catch up. I was watching it um, through other ways of 
catching up and um yeah he was he was a pretty uh pretty integral part of the the show back then so it's nice to see him still wrestling for uh, a, a company so good for good for nwa for bringing him in yes um also we have a jordan clearwater and here's one that even wwe fans will know um tyrus is making his nwa no debut. shit yep get back into the ring good for him i guess that stuff over at fox news wasn't as good as he thought it was <laughs> Yep, for those of you who don't watch TNA and are uh, familiar with his WWE run, he was Brodus Clay. Fuck is on a road. You're from so, Boston? Huh, interesting. Somebody, yeah, somebody better call his mama. So, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's... it's I'm looking forward to this pay-per-view. I cannot wait for Power to come back because you and I have nothing better to do than just watch wrestling in our free time. It's true. Um, <laughs> NWA, you know, you got AW Elevation starting on Monday um, because we don't watch Power. You know, we're going to Power. I mean, we don't watch uh, Dark. Well, you know, I know that, you know, you have other extracurriculars to do, but maybe on a Monday night, well, I'm watching one show. Maybe you could put some eyes on the other one. See, see what's going on with the Monday night competition. I'll see if I'm tall enough to do that. Um, oh, 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 oh. That was a cheap one. That was too easy. Too easy. Boom, boom. You just rim shut. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> well, we don't have much news to give you. How? Well, we, we have a little bit. Scott, do you know what happens in a month? From today? Uh, a month from today. On April mm. 11th, it happens to be a Sunday. I think it. Uh, I think we're talking about some WrestleMania. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, as of today, we are one month away from night two. Well, by the time you hear this, it'll be less than that. But um, one month away from night two of WrestleMania 37. WrestleMania 37 has a wild, wild wild schedule this year we're talking about scott he has an iv drip he's he's ordered um <laughs> he's looking at straight week of wrestling you know he's not he's gonna he's gonna leave the podcast the following tuesday because he's gonna be like he got he can't do it no more gotta take a break gotta relax <laughs> so so, so much, far so much wrestling you know, we'll have Raw on Monday. We have, you know, Smack and uh, SmackDown on Tuesday. Wow, what is it, 20 years ago? Um, <laughs> we have um, the Hall of Fame on Tuesday. Yep. Um, not to break any surprises, but we have a two-night NXT happening Wednesday and Thursday. Yep. Uh, Friday is SmackDown, and then we have Saturday and Sunday is going to be WrestleMania. Um, we are currently working on our schedule. Things are going to be different that week. A lot of wrestling. Yep. Two people to cover everything. Somebody is going to starve themselves in a closet. <laughs> I don't know why that's relevant, but get hyped. We're going to have Can't a wait. lot, lot, lot of coverage on this, this for you guys. Uh, and speaking of the Hall of Fame, uh, first announcement of the class of 2021, Molly Holly is being inducted. It's a big, that's a big, uh, it's a big deal. 
it's nice to see um, Molly getting some, you know, respect for stuff that she's done in her career. Um, personally, I hope that either the Hurricane or Spike Dudley are the ones to um, induct her into the Hall of Fame. Obviously, because we know everything with Hurricane, with you know Mighty Molly and, and whatnot. Um, but I'm not sure if you were watching back then with her and Spike Dudley. Were you watching it back? Were you watching wrestling back then? Um, what time period are we talking? Uh, probably. Well. Where did the Dudley Boys come to WWE? I believe that was in the late nineties. Yeah, nope, nope, too little for that, Scott. Too, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. You're, you know, you're a goddamn child. So, <laughs> another thing too, if it if it was Raw, we didn't have cable, so every all my, most of my wrestling was via SmackDown. Ah, uh, good point. All right, yeah. So I th- I believe they were probably on Raw back then, but um, this actually might have even be pre SmackDown. So, um, basically, the whole big thing between um, the Hollies and the Dudleys, they kind of did this little Romeo and Juliet-esque type thing um, with Molly Holly and Spike Dudley. They kind of, like, had a little thing going. And the big running joke is that uh, Bubba Ray and Devon kept telling Spike that he couldn't be with Holly because she's a Holly, and Hardcore Holly and Crash Holly kept telling Molly Holly that she couldn't be with Spike because he's a Dudley and they don't mix, and it's just like it turned into this whole like fantastic thing. So if you ever have a chance, which I know you have so much free time, um, <laughs> um, try to go back and, and find that stuff. It was just it's it was it was dorky but it was still entertaining as hell i loved it i thought it was i thought it was fun so um that's why i think that you know either hurricane or spike should be the one to induct her so but it's nice to see that you know like i said in the very beginning of this whole rant not really rant but whatever um that she's finally getting some you know respect for for her career yeah no it's i'm i'm glad um it's good um I'm kind of curious who else is getting inducted this year. I don't know. Well, uh, I'm sure we'll find out as the weeks get on. And, you know, we, we only have you know, a little less than a month before. So I wonder also if they're going to do the 2020 inductees as well. Um, I also heard that – I know, that saddens me a little bit. Um, again, this is just speculation. Uh, I, I, this I do know. There's not going to be any fans – for the Hall of Fame ceremony, so it's gonna go kind of gonna go back to how it used to be way back in the day. Um, I don't know if they're gonna do like the whole dinner party thing that they did before, but I think it might just be the inductees and then the wrestlers themselves. So, and with it being on a Tuesday, you know, the only people that really need to worry about doing anything are the guys from NXT. So, hopefully, we'll have a whole crowd for the whole night this time. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, well. It's upon us. It's getting there. It is. Um, and the fun doesn't stop. Like I said, back for the attack on NWA's next weekend. This weekend we have Sacrifice for TNA. Yep. But speaking about TNA, we have some interesting developments. Yes, sir, we, we do. Which we will hop right into Impact right now. 
So, uh, good episode of Impact, as always. Um, they have the new uh, pre-show uh, before the Impact. Uh, TJP and Mam and Fulton uh, took on each other one-on-one with TJP to beat and Fulton. Um, open and bout, Jazz took on Tasha Steele. Um, nice. With Jazz getting the pin on Steele. Everybody looked great here. Um, you know, I've... Jazz, Jazz can still, you know, wrestle with the best of them. That's good. I like uh, that. And I love how she's supporting, you know, Big Mama Pump, you know, Jordan Grace, <laughs> you know, future future Hall of Famer right there, whether it's Impact or whatnot. Right. Um, up next, we had Rohit Raju and Shira taking on Chris Saban and James Storm with Saban and Storm defeating Raju and Shira. At the end of this, Rohit got into Shira's face you know, told me to bring him back. This he brought him back for a reason. Blah 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 blah. Shira like grabbed him and threw him up against the wall, and like <laughs> yelled at him. So that's a short-lived uh, feud. Um, following that, we had Finn Juice and the Good Brothers sign uh, for Sacrifice, where they were taking shots. They were taking shots because like, oh, you can only do one shot, huh? That's all we're doing? No, no, no. We're gonna do another one. Let's do another one. Um, and they take uh, like three or four shots, and then they sign the paper work. Uh, following that, we had Ace Austin take on Chris Bay. Yo, let me tell you, Chris Bay's become one of my favorite performers. And no, it's not just because he keeps liking our tweets. <laughs> um, but big, 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 you know, big thanks for that. We we really do appreciate it. Uh, but no, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Chris Bay has just been, he's been delightful to watch absolutely um he he got the win over austin if you want a match to watch for this week this was the one this was the one uh and for the main event we had odb um take on susan okay with odb defeating susan odb is going up against the going for the title this weekend at sacrifice nice um Looking forward to that. If I can quickly find the uh, the card for this weekend, it's 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 pretty stacked. Uh, Rich Swan and Moose, uh, and this is the other thing actually. Now I mentioned that uh, at the end, Scott Demore made an ma- announcement for the main event. The winner of this match, winner take all. Unifying the belts. Sad uh, times. They just brought back the TNA title. <laughs> I mean, you can keep the Impact name, but I think they need to keep the TNA belt. Oh, the TNA belt's so beautiful. I wish that I, I wish TNA actually sold the replica belts because I would buy one, but they don't. So that makes me very sad. Yeah, no, I, that would be one I would probably own. It's up there, I think, with the New Japan one um, in AEW's belt right now. Um, Fire and Flavor taking on Jordan Grace and Jazz for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Titles. Deanna Perrazzo defending the, the Knockouts title against ODB. Good Brothers take on Finjuice for their titles. TJP's defending the X Division Championship against Ace Austin. Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers in a hold harmless match. Chris Sabin and James Storm taking on Violent by Design. With Jake Something going to be in the corner of Sabin and Storm because he wants it's it's personal, as everyone knows. Uh, with Eric, with um, Diener being and Violent Pipe Design, uh, Decay is taking on Reno Scum. 
Havoc and Nevaeh versus Tennille Dashwood and Caleb with a K with in an intergender tag match. So yeah, it's gonna be a good card. Oh, by the way, there was there was something 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 that had happened afterwards. Um, where at the you so last two seconds, where Don Callis had called somebody. And I couldn't he make it make it out. I think I was on the phone with somebody at the time. Um, but I guess um, on the next Impact pay per view at Rebellion, April twenty fourth, Kenny Omega is booked for a title for a title match on Impact. Yay. I like that. Now, not that I have anything against Rich Swan. I don't I want I want me some moose versus Kenny Omega. Yeah, I I I want that. I don't think Kenny I don't think Kenny is losing belts. Kenny's also keep this in mind. He's AEW champion. He's also the Triple A champion still. It's true. You know, I think Kenny's on a warpath. Um and I think they're going to push him as not only the biggest star in AEW, because he's he's one of the most talented people in the industry. Right. Hands down. Arguably so. But I think they want to make him a, like the face of the industry with the forbidden door open. Mm. Um, a lot going on. A lot of excitement. Brings us right into we're just gonna we're just gonna hop into Wednesday. We're gonna hop into Wednesday, hop over to AEW, since this goes hand in hand. Yep. Um so crazy enough. <laughs> a lot of a lot of shit going on with you know, post deathmatch. Post the sparkler event. Jesus whatever you want to call it. But I'll tell you right now, the way that things are being handled, and you can argue either way, I think the follow-up is it's still a little messy, but it's it's actually, I think, pretty clean compared to what WCW used to do back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, I see a lot of people going, oh, see, the WCW 2.0 or TNA <clears throat> 2.0, and I'm like, they're handling this a lot better. Yeah. You know, this is the I, – I, I'm still excited for what's going to come. Um, so – off the bat, we had Matt Jackson take on Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix, dude, the the guy can do no wrong in a ring. Let's nope. let's be clear on that. Yep. Um, he's so good. This match, I I I couldn't even look away. Like it started. It even start. First of all, he's wrestling a Jackson, a young buck solo. Right. Second of all, the first like five minutes of this match was Matt wrestling, like no pun intended, like. Good grappling, just wrestling. No, no spot monkey stuff. Spot monkey stuff. Um, you know, and Ray picked up the pin on that. That's 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 big. Yeah. Um, following that, we had Cody Rhodes take on uh, uh Seth Gargas in a squash match. 
Um, where we get this here, Pentagon give a promo afterwards. I don't think I've ever heard him on a mic. Not speaking Spanish. Right. I do like uh, his translator did an excellent job, too. He's actually, it's funny, the translator, and I didn't know who he was. Um, so he's actually on Being the Elite a lot. Is he? Okay. Yes. There was a whole Kung Fu segment a couple weeks ago where they had this big, like, Mortal Kombat fight in the middle of the halls. It's comedy. <laughs> and I'm like, who nice. is this guy? I don't know who he is. And he showed up this week. I'm like, oh, that's who he was. But, dude, he, even Penta. Penta, you know, I mean, I don't know how fluent he is in English. Maybe not enough. But I thought it was enough to be like, dude, you need to be on a mic more. Right. Um, you know, following that, we had the – this is where I think things got the messiest. Um, well, first and foremost, Sting came out. He was going to go – you know, he talk, He was going to go talk, and he got interrupted by Lance Archer. Lance Archer said a bunch of stuff, and then Sting's like, yeah, cool, whatever, and kind of like, yeah, I'll talk to you later, Tony. Weird, but again, I think it makes it, you know, it's the argument that you don't need Sting to do a lot. Right. I think it's foreshadowing. I would have mm-hmm. liked to see Sting say something else besides what he said, but I'm not going to argue with it. Then we had what should have been a very important debut match turn into a fiasco. <sighs> sad, sad times. Luckily, Tony Khan clarified that this was a um, TNT issue with the basketball noise being pumped in. Yeah. Um, still sucks. It still look good, especially with this was Ethan Page's debut match on Dynamite against Lee Johnson. Ethan Patron, let me tell you, I'm, uh, some people, like, I'm, I'm not familiar with his work in TNA. I'm like, bro, I'm like, you are looking at one of the best talkers. I wouldn't even be surprised if he goes back, he hears about this, and he's going to use this as some kind of fuel. Oh, I hope he does. I really hope he does. It's going to build the ego in Dynamite. I I just remember watching Revolution the other day when my buddy, when uh, was it John, Lepin, John was over, and I'm like, dude, dude. Dude, Ethan Page is all elite. This is awesome. He goes, who's that? I go, dude, Impact? Dude, absolutely incredible talent. I'm like, I'm like on his last match with uh, his last match with Impact, he lost him, lost to himself. And he goes, wait, what? Can you repeat that? Like, did I hear that correctly? You <laughs> did. Um, also, something we forgot to mention from um, Revolution, you know, there's been some heat between QT and Dustin. Um, after Page uh, defeated Johnson, Page... Think what after him, and then he booked it. Dustin came out to make the save, but QT just walked away. Mm-hmm. Feeling some heat there. Um, probably the messy. That was probably the messiest part of the night. Sucked, but if that was a TNT thing, it definitely was out of their pat, you know, out of their reach, out of their grasp. Right. Uh, following that, we got to see Christian Cage come out. Well, it should have been Christian Cage, but instead we got um, good old uh, Kenny. And Don and the Good Brothers come out. Um, Eddie Kingston came out first to, you know, hold himself up. By the way, let's go back. I, I, I totally forgot about the best promo of the night. Where Kingston and oh. Kingston and Moxley were on the couch. 
and the the fire and the passion in both of those men's voices. If you don't want that that faction, it doesn't have to be a tag team. If you don't want that faction between the two of them, you're, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> I, I know about you, Scott, but like I actually am listening. I was listening to the promo. I'm like, dude, this, this, this is this is we need this. Yeah. Like, like I can almost. And like we know, like, you know, Renee Young is a Renee Peckett, you know, whatever she's going by, uh, Renee Moxley. Um, I know she's pregnant, so, you know, he's probably going to take a back backseat for a bit until the baby comes. Mm-hmm. But, like, watching this, and I love seeing him in the main picture, main title picture, but this made me go, okay, okay, I'm about this. I could I could see him, like, back, you know, take, take backpedal just a, couple, a little bit for now. Till his life gets all uh, situated with his the newborn and whatnot, right? You know, I can see a new faction start. Um, so Eddie Kingston comes out, and Don Callis is hammering away at him, hammering away at him, and then the, he's like, oh, "I know you can't count," and he puts the sirens on. My God! <laughs> and they start freaking out, and all you hear is Kenny Omega on live TV go sixty-nine, me Don. 69 me and he gets on top of him like they did at the pay-per-view and i was like i'm like they legit did this shit i'm like are you kidding me right now like my god <laughs> i am not taken aback by a lot and this didn't really bother me but it was one of those things where it was like you got away with that on like national television on prime time right yeah that's exactly it like what the hell? I uh, <laughs> just <laughs> and my understanding is that was sixty nine me done was trending last night after that. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Oh, gotta love wrestling. <laughs> so, anyways, going from the Don Callis Kenny Omini sixty nine. By the way, the other thing that was weird about that is he's been promoting for months now. That Don Callis saw Kenny grow up since he was a little boy because he was trained by Kenny's uncle. So that image in my head, I'm like, okay, you grew up with this kid and now you're going to do – or you, you've known him since he was a little kid. Now you're doing this on national television. This yep. is – this is okay. This is a thing. This is wrestling. <laughs> yep. Pretty this is how Joey, Joey Ryan's Joey Ryan. Like <laughs> Who, actually, speaking of, uh, he retired from wrestling, G.I. wonder why. So – Little like, little officially, interesting officially? tidbit. I, that's what I've seen. Yeah. So uh, uh, for that, I would have to say good riddance. But yeah. But sorry. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> um. So Christian comes out during all of this, and you know. You know, Eddie Kingston after he jumped Omega, and after you know who else? Who else? Moxley came out. Christian Cage comes out and he you know, he looks at Omega. Omega wanted to shake his hand. You know, he goes to fucking clock him, and then he you know he dodges it. And it, it was just like 
I was like I said, I'm I, I was never a Christian fan, but the concept of this feud really ex- uh, even if he loses, which I think he would. Right. To see C- Christian and Kenny go at it would be a lot of fun. We only need a match. Yeah, it doesn't need to do much. Um, yeah, it does, yeah, it definitely doesn't need to do much. Um, a lot of people are already kind of complaining a little bit about it for him immediately going for the title. <laughs> but it's what it is. Oh, man. Um, aside from that, um, I don't remember if this was earlier in the night. Um, we also got to see a, <laughs> that comical bit of uh, Hangman Page with his new lawnmower, with his extra <laughs> first quarter earnings, and you know Justin Silver. Is there extra? Is there extra seating? Of course, let's hop on. Everyone hops on. Alan Angels does I bonds like whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a way limit. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I laughed pretty hard at that. Uh, He's like, "All right, guys, I'll I'll, I'll catch you later, I guess." <laughs> They do that to him. They had, they had a sleepover on uh, being the elite, and they made him sit outside of the ten fort. Oh, poor guy. Um, up next we had that six woman tag match, which was uh, interesting. Um, I think there was some good uh, some good heat going on here. Um, a little awkward at times with the dynamic. Yeah, but overall, um. Wasn't bad. Um, Baker, Rose, and uh, Ito defeated Shida, Mizunami, and Rosa. Which next week, next week, we have the first ever women's main event match on Dynamite: Thunder Rosa taking on Britt Baker, DMD. Let's go. Looking forward to that. Um, following that, we had a really stellar TNT Championship match between. Scorpio Sky and Darby Allen. Oh, this match. Oh. Uh, uh, I if you would ask me what was my favorite match from Dynamite, I don't know if I'd be able to pick between this or the one with Ray Phoenix. Um, yeah, like they were both real good. Like uh, I wanted Scorpio Sky to win, and I said it was a little lackluster that like, oh, well, you have this huge match at Revolution to get a title shot, and then you just get it the follow that week. Right. Uh, but it was great. It was awesome. You know, mm. this should have been a pay-per-view match. Um, even though Scorpion's guy lost, he still looked so good. And then, and then, and then, he had the turn. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to see what's going to happen now because he, he looks... He looks like he could become a front runner for the title. Um, He's definitely one of those guys that belongs in that title picture. Yeah, he should be. He should be. He needs to be up front more often. And if it, mm-hmm. this is his way of like stepping away from the rest of SCU to finally like move forward in the ranks, great. Let's make it happen, guys. Well, SCU is on borrowed time as it is. Yes. So. Well, he's the youngest one of them all. Well, no, I'm not talking about borrowed time as in, like, their age. I'm talking borrowed time as in, like, their time as a team. 
because if we remember the stipulation that they actually put on themselves is if they lose another straight single tag on you know tag match, they will no longer wrestle together. Yep, no, I remember that. So they're on a massive uh, winning streak, and I actually believe they are the number one, or they're ranked number one in the tag team division right now, outside of the champions. So I'm sure they'll probably get a shot at the Bucks after uh, the Lucha Bros do, Um, and uh, I think that might be the end of uh, SCU, which saddens me because I love their theme song. Yeah, it's it sucks, but you know what? You know they are older, and they'll probably be good trainers for the you know the wrestlers in the back. Following that, we had a very important meeting. The Inner Circle War Council had happened. <laughs> I I am so happy that I avoided this spoiler. I don't know how I did either, but oh, this was great. I I really I really enjoyed this a lot. This was a great bit. This was great. Um, you know, the fact that you actually thought, you know, Sammy wasn't part of the inner circle anymore, or the fact that you knew that, you're like, oh, they're actually going to go after Jericho and kick him out. And then he did the turn, and you're like, oh, they're going to really kick his ass. And then he's like, no, I've actually been working on my own inner circle. And then the lights go off, and who is it but FTR, Tully Blanchard? Sean Spears and Wardlow. Not something I think a lot of people people weren't expecting MJF. People are like, oh, this is gonna be it's gonna be Cody. It's gonna be Cody. You know, because his you know his his father you know you know WCW you know makes sense that right. way. Mm-hmm. This was perfect. And if you think about it, simultaneously with that happening. It then turned the entire inner circle face. The whole the whole group is now are now faces because of this. It, it firmly establishes MJF, FTR, Sean Spears, Wardlow, Tully as the heels in this. And I I am looking forward to this. I wonder if we're going to get another. One of the, you know, blood. If we'll get a blood and guts match, if we'll get another, you know, stadium stampede match, I don't know. You, you know, it's funny you mentioned <clears throat> the blood and guts. You're not the only person to say that. Somebody else said. Somebody else asked me. It's like, do you think we're going to finally get blood and guts? Yeah, because we were supposed to get that, you know, before you know the Earth stopped. Uh, which, uh, funny enough, that we talk about that today. The uh, March 11th, I know this will be tomorrow for everybody else who listens, but one year ago today is when sports in, like, general stopped. So I think the only thing that happened was the following day. uh, I think um, the PGA started doing the Players' Championship, and they realized what was happening, and they scrapped the event. But yeah, so today was uh, one year ago is when, when uh, sports stopped because of Corona. Damn. Right? I found that news last night. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> well, AW for having minus the sound thing and 
the questionable bits about the 69 me Don comment <laughs> now trending. Um, I thought dynamite was really good. I was, I was, I know a lot of people were, were like, so on edge after everything that happened with the sparklers, but it was good. I think they held up. They delivered. I think, I think somebody, <laughs> I see your segue, sir. And I will, and I will take it and I will run with it. But before that, um, I love how they immediately blamed Impact for this. That Impact paid for the bomb. So it wasn't AEW's fault. It was Impact's fault. So I thought that was hilarious. But mm-hmm. if we want to talk about standing and delivering, we will uh, we will change that channel over to USA. And we will jump on some NXT train. Because, oh my god, because tonight, or tonight, <laughs> Wednesday night, this, I was a big fan of this show, episode was outstanding, we had surprises, we had announcements, we had implications, we had everything, it was great. So, we'll just kick it right off. So, William Regal comes out, says that he has two major announcements that will change the way NXT does things. So I'm like, all right, this should be interesting. So the first one, because of everything going on with WrestleMania, WrestleMania being a two-night affair, NXT growing as it has been, that it's only fair that NXT continues to make history, and we now have ourselves a two-night NXT takeover named Stand and Deliver. So this will happen on April 7th, which is a Wednesday, and then April 8th. The one on the 7th will be on USA, so like a normal, traditional NXT night. The 8th will happen exclusively on Peacock for the US, and then I'm assuming the WWE Network for the rest of the world. So that will be awesome. And then their second announcement after what had happened with the fiasco from Adam Pierce and the Raw ref and the tag team titles um, with Dakota being pinned when she wasn't the, or submitting when she wasn't the legal competitor, Williams said that I've had enough of somebody else making a decision when it comes to these things. So he talked with the guys with NXT and they unveiled their own women's tag team championship belts. And these things are beautiful. I love them. And because Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez won the Dusty Cup for the women's side, William Regal gave them the titles, which I thought was cool. It, it, you know, kind of, uh, leads into the future with, you know, whoever wins the Dusty Cup on the female side will challenge for the NXT Women's Tag Team titles. However, before this segment ends, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon come out from the whole, like, group of ladies that were out there um, that William Regal had, had called out and uh, 
Shotzi and Ember challenged Dakota and Raquel to a match for the titles because both teams won their respective, you know, wings of the champion of the uh, Dusty Cup. And then the finals, honestly, if you really look back at the match, it really could have gone either way. So naturally, they would be the first in line for a title shot. And Regal's like, well, ladies, you make my life, you make my life so much easier. So here we go. So championship match, it would then be the third championship match of this night. And then right after that announcement, we went right into our first opening contest, which was the NXT Women's Championship match between Io Shirai, Tony Storm. Dear God, this match ruled. <laughs> yes, it did. Oh, I loved it so much. Um, great thing. At least I'm kind of – I don't know where they're going to – actually, I take that back. I know exactly where they're going to go with this now. But Io Shirai was finally able to defeat Tony Storms. Tony Storms has been able to beat her, I think, two or three times in the past, and Io just could not get over that hump. Well, she was finally able to do it. And it was, oh, man, it was one hell of a match. I loved it so much. We then shifted gears, uh, and we had uh, Pete Dunne coming in, pretty much putting a whooping on uh, on Jake Atlas. And uh, then after that, he basically put out a, a warning and a invitation to anybody in NXT, pretty much daring them to say, if you're ready to step up, you have to go through him first. So we could see some really good matches coming up when it comes to, you know, NXT superstars that think they're ready for the next level. So I think Pete Dunne's going to be that measuring stick for a while, and uh, I, and uh, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our next match after that was, uh, I believe it was the 9 o'clock main event match. It was the match for the Women's Tag Team Championships. And holy shit, 56 minutes after they got the belts, they dropped the belts. Shotzi and Ember Moon are your new NXT Women Tag Team Champions. I was surprised. I did not expect the champs who were just given the belts less than an hour ago to lose them night one. I did not expect that. However, after that, we got a a little taste into what's going to be happening next because Io Shirai walks into, you know, the women's locker room afterwards, goes up to Raquel, and she goes, I choose you next. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Here is probably your night one um, NXT stand and deliver main event. Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. This might be the time that Io finally drops the belt and then Io can move on to the main roster because I think Raquel can run with this division for a while. Mm-hmm. So... We shall see if that actually comes to fruition or if they'll try to do something beforehand. Because remember, we still got 
you know, what, what is it? A month? Yeah, we still have exactly a month before WrestleMania. And we have, you know, exactly our, yeah, exactly or a little under a month before NXT has their, you know, WrestleMania, their standard deliver. So we'll see what happens. After that, um, we had Caden Carter taking on Zia Lee. Uh, Caden trying to get a little bit of revenge after what Zia Lee did to Casey Cat and Zaro. Uh, Casey actually did suffer a torn, uh, partially torn LCL. Um, which will put her out of action for quite some time. Uh, but it didn't stop her from coming down to the ring. She brought her crutches with her and actually ended up attacking Zia Lee with the crutches. Did get Caden Carter um, disqualified, but I don't think either one of them cared. Um, Casey went to town on Zaya uh, before Boa came in, took the crutch away, but Caden ended up Helping out, attacking Boa. So the ladies, uh, they held their own. But clearly, this isn't over between Zia Lee and Caden Carter. So um, the unfortunate injury to Casey is, you know, it, it's actually kind of working in their favor when it comes to this, this feud. So I'm interested to see what happens next with this. We, uh, we then had another great tag team match, uh, which actually ended with a little bit of shenanigans, but I'm completely okay with that. Uh, Legado del Fantasma uh, taking on uh, grizzled, grizzled Young Veterans. Before that, though, we got a video from Mr. Jordan Devlin, the rightful... Cruiserweight champion, question mark, stating that his travel ban has been lifted. He will be coming to the States next week, or I actually probably is already there, and he will be challenging, or at least looking for, Santos Escobar. So we, we will have, at some point, which I'm assuming will probably happen again, during TakeOver, which I think is when it should happen, we'll have Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar for the true, rightful Cruiserweight champion. I can hear you drooling. Oh, my God. That match is going to be amazing. I mean, it's just like I know everything that's happened, you know, with, with Jordan beforehand with the, the – the, the, what was it? The Me Too movement and all that stuff. And – it kind of made me upset about the whole fact that, you know, a lot of wrestlers that I really, really enjoyed watching had this shit happen to them because they're stupid and they did stupid shit to other people. So their careers are ruined and their lives are ruined, rightfully so. And Jordan's name was kind of put through the mud a little bit. So I'm a little irked by him at this point in time personally so i kind of want santos to win but we'll see either way there's no there's no denying jordan devlin's athletic ability and he comes off obviously as an asshole already so it kind of fits the character but we'll 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 see what happens but going back to this title or going back to this tag match 
Um, both Legato del Fantasma has been ha- and Grizzled Young Veterans have had issues with other tag teams. So at one point towards the end of the match, we seem to be getting the astronaut entrance of Brizongo, but when they take off the helmets, it's MSK. MSK having the issue with Grizzled Young Veterans. This allowed uh Walking Wild to catch James Drake and end up getting the pin. So Grizzly Young Veterans, you know, they get the win. I'm sorry, Legato gets the win. Grizzly Young Veterans leave, try to and, and, and start fighting with MSK. But while Legato's in the ring, Brizongo shows up and starts attacking them. So it just turned into a whole mess, and it was great. I love that we have legitimate tag teams in NXT. They work well together, and, man, it's nice to have at least one show on the WWE umbrella that focuses on their tag teams. (laughs) I'm just saying. Well, I mean... That's not the only thing that they focus on because sure. I'll tell you right now, I had we watched AEW and John is upstairs with me. And I knew he's upstairs. I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut ahead. I'm gonna watch all of NXT, but since you're up here, let's watch the main event. Yeah. This main event. NXT championship on the line, Finn Balor versus Adam Cole. <clears throat> the ending is kind of how I expected it to end. Adam Cole was well on his way to regaining the championship. And then who should arrive? Kyle O'Reilly. Now, to begin this match, I love the fact that A, Adam Cole came out to Undisputed Era Music. B, had his old T-shirt the night he won the title from Johnny Gargano. So further slapping it in the face of the broken-hearted, undisputed error members had the armband, the whole shebang. So <clears throat> at the tail end of the match, after Adam realizes that Kyle is watching him from one of those unguarded barriers, Finn catches him. Drops the coup de gras, gets the win. Finn goes to, you know, kind of back away. Kyle gets in the ring. <laughs> Adam goes to low blow him after tries to being like that. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do this. <laughs> Kyle catches it, catches his arm perfectly, so he just goes right over to the armband for Undisputed Air, rips it off, and then proceeds to just beat the ever-living shit out of Adam Cole. Now, I'm an Adam Cole fan forever, but this man deserved it. <laughs> so I was completely okay with it. Um, that match, when they have it a takeover, is going to be so goddamn physical and personal, and I can't wait. Um, right? However, that wasn't the only possible match setup that happened. So as the that fight ends... We get we, we we go we the camera pans over to Finn 
standing in the ring with the NXT title, and he's just watching Adam Cole running away from Kyle O'Reilly. And then all of a sudden, <clears throat> Finn's face changes, and he kind of turns his head to look over his you know, left-hand shoulder, and he goes, what took you so long? Camera packs up, and there's Karrion Cross standing there. And I'm just like, So we are finally going to get our NXT match, championship match that I've wanted forever. Finn Balor, Karrion Cross. I guarantee this will be headliner of night two. So, man, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win this match, Sam. And I'm so happy that I don't have a clue. I saw an argument because I can't wait for this, but somebody said that Killer Cross should lose this match, and the argument was because his 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 presence, uh, his big man presence, is something that would be definitely you know you utilized correctly on the main roster. Like you saw when he came out, he's standing behind Finn Balor, looks back, like. The only thing I could think of when I saw him in that moment 20 years ago, you know, or like, you know, you know, 15, 20 years ago when it was like when Triple H used to come out, Batista used to come out, Randy Orton used to come out when like that was one of the guys you knew they were going for the title yeah. and they were like the big, they were going to be the big fucking dog in that, that, um, that company, that show, he has that aura about him. Yep, I completely agree with you on that. Yeah, he's got Megastar written all over him. Um, I believe he's on. He, uh, I believe he he's also on the older side of things when it comes to wrestling. So it'll probably be a you know a sh- smaller window, but even if he, yeah, so all right, so he still has some time. So that's that's good, depending on how long he wants to do this. Um. So yeah, we'll see. I, I'm I'm very excited that these matches are already starting to take shape. Um, and the mind games that will be happening with everybody for the next few weeks is just going to be outstanding. And I think honestly, as much as I love wrestling, like actual matches, it's the mind games that opponents play on one another that really intrigues me so well, speaking of intriguing next week on NXT Austin Theory is challenging Dexter Loomis after what had happened with the therapy session part of me feels that I think Johnny is the one that told the therapist to tell Austin about um, all the issues that he had with them. I don't think at this point, I don't think that um, Dexter said anything at all because I don't think he speaks. I don't think he knows how to speak. <laughs> um, and also, I have to say the way Indy Hartwell looked at Austin Theory when he ripped his shirt off, that, that was like, I almost said to myself, that's your brother, Indy. And I'm like, wait, no, it's not. But <laughs> They play the family so well together. It's just, I don't know. 
Indy's got some. She's got some horny issues. She needs to get boxed. Daddy issues. Thrown, thrown <laughs> oh God. She needs to get bonked in the head and thrown in horny jail. So she needs to, <laughs> she, she needs to knock it off. This is a PG show. I know, right? Um, also, fun fact, that whole bit where you just <laughs> Austin Theory, hey, did you pay the therapist off? It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, for, your own, for your own gut. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Johnny Gargano is one of the best heels, I think, in modern day wrestling. Yeah. And I, you can definitely tell also, you know, can't you, obviously you can't sleep on Candace either. Um, but I can definitely see that Candace and Indy will probably be the next in line for title shot because um, once uh, Shotzi and, and Ember came back, all the girls were there to celebrate with them and congratulate them on one of the titles. And then Candace and Indy are off to the side. Candace muttering, it should have been us. So that's another sprinkling of a future match, probably another, maybe another takeover match. So that that could be that could be awesome. Yeah. No. Um. I think that's yeah because that's what led into that whole other bit afterwards. But yeah, looking forward to it. <sighs> another week of wrestling in the books, and it does not stop at all. So great, great week, great NXT. Um. Great AEW, great impact. WrestleMania is in a month, guys. The road gets closer and closer to the goal. Scott and I are going to be there to lead the charge, like Moses and Arab, leading you through the desert for 40 days. Granted, uh, it's a lot more excitement in wrestling than in a desert, but... Uh, for those of you who don't already do so, please follow us on Twitter at media underscore bedlam. You can find us on... Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Bedlam Media. You can find myself as the SLB official, Scott as Scotty J Stream, and Jerry as the Jinxist. Uh, we are on all the streaming platforms working on Pandora right now. If there's a streaming platform you cannot find us on, please let us know. We will get ourselves on there. Please make sure you like, subscribe, share, comment on those platforms to let people know, hey, this is the product, the wrestling product, the podcast product that you want other people to get on board with. Guys, it's been Above the Ring. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, like, and do not forget to join the Bedlam. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.